Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is nine real estate investing tips from billionaires. But before we get started, hey, I just uh, like to check in with you guys. I know I may sound a little bit funny. Went up to Washington to visit my brother and his and his wife, and I got to see their place up there near uh, Tacoma. And uh, what a blessing that was! Unfortunately, somewhere along the trip, uh, whether it was in the plane or airport or what have you, caught myself a bit of COVID. There are so many new strains out there. Who knows which one it is, but um, I'm over the worst of it now. I still sound a little bit, uh, if I sound a little bit scratchy here or uh, nasally, sorry about that. Uh, But uh, hey, it was great. It was worth it going up there to see them. So I'm back here. We're getting ready to pack up and move to Tennessee, so we're stoked and we're really excited about it. Uh, it's a lot of mixed emotions, you know, because some families staying here, some's going, some are going with us, and we won't be happy till everybody's there with us. But hey, you know, say a prayer for us, will you? Anyway, Suzette also has uh, has a bout of the COVID too. Uh, and it may be working its way through our home here, but it didn't last long, so I think it's a short bout of it nonetheless. But uh, let's, uh, hey, I hope you're doing good in your real estate investing endeavors. Um, I am really uh, excited uh, to hear some stories. We're having some people on that are, some of them that are newbies here, uh, just to share their journey during these inflationary times, recessionary times, whatever you might call them. Um, and uh, they're talking about uh, how they're, they're moving forward in real estate. So it's been pretty exciting. So stay tuned for some of those. Well, let's jump into our topic here. Nine real estate investing tips from millionaires. Now we know there are millionaires who became millionaires because of real estate. Um, They've, you know, some of them have even shared their stories on our show. We've talked about some of the, the You know, the big names like uh, Donald Bren of the Irvine Company, $16.2 billion net worth. Uh, Stephen Ross, who built his wealth in affordable housing in the 70s at uh, $8.3 million net worth. Uh, Sam Zell, uh, known as the father of REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts. Uh, six billion net worth, and uh, and others that we've talked about, kind of on ongoing, that uh, have done exceptionally well in real estate investing. Uh, Donald Bren, I believe, is the sort of the top of the heap here in the United States, uh, having done really well right here in our neighboring Irvine here. Um, so you know, yeah. So so what? They're they're billionaires, and they made a lot of money in real estate. Well. Um, what's interesting is that, 
you know, this group of billionaires and there's and there are a lot of billionaires that haven't made their money through real estate and uh, but one thing that seems to be real common here is that they recognize the value of real estate you know a lot can be heard from these uh, billionaires that can help us in our everyday investing whether they're real estate or not you know these are, are people that uh, that got to where they got uh, because they they worked hard they understand um, the value of good investments and so forth. Um, but, you know, if you start thinking like a billionaire, there's a lot of guys that have written books, you know, on how to, how to think like a billionaire. They've interviewed all these billionaires. And I think there's even a podcast, uh, there's a podcast out there too, that, uh, focuses on, on billionaire mindset and that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, most billionaires have abundant wealth. That's obvious, but most of them preserve it by investing in real estate. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Uh, and even if they didn't obtain their wealth through real estate, they know the value of real estate to grow, maintain, and preserve it. Um, I saw something, uh, just a video just a couple of days ago. Warren Buffett was talking about it. Uh, he says, hey, I, I don't know anything about it. He goes, uh, "I've yeah, I've, I've invested here and there with it, but uh, I'm not going to go out there and compete with the people that really know how to do it. But he definitely said he recognized the value of it. And, you know, that kind of spurred the, the idea for, for doing this little podcast because um, the, there's a number of people that, you know, that uh, understand growing wealth. And, uh, you know, I think we can learn from them. So here are some, you know, some people that are non-real estate made billionaires and what they think of real estate. Um, 90% of all millionaires become so through owning real estate. Now, that's a quote from Andrew Carnegie, well-known um, uh, Scottish-American industrialist and philanthropist, uh, born in 1835, died in 1919. John Paulson, who's an American billionaire, hedge fund manager, founder of Paulson & Company investment management firms, says this about real estate. If you don't own a home, buy one. If you own a home, buy another one. If you own two homes, buy a third. Good advice. Uh, another from uh, Russell Sage, an American financier, railroad executive, and former U.S. House uh, representative, uh, born back in 1816, died 1906. He says, real estate is an imperishable asset, ever increasing in value. It is the basis of all security and about the only indestructible security. Good point. Another great quote uh, from J. Paul Getty, British-American uh, oil man, um, 1966, the world's richest uh, private citizen, apparently. And uh, he says, current real estate prices aren't high because they have been driven up by irresponsible speculation. As was often the case in the past, prices have risen because a consistently increasing population with money to invest has been created and continues to be created. So in other words, as long as there are people and the population is increasing, there's always going to be a need and a demand for real estate. And then this is one from um, our friend Oprah Winfrey. I will forever believe that buying a home is a great investment. Why? Because you can't live in a stock certificate and you can't live in a mutual fund. Good point there, Oprah. 
And there's this guy who isn't really a billionaire, but uh, hey, his homespun wisdom is something we all know very well here in America. And he says, buy land. They ain't making any more of it. And that's from Mark Twain, of course, an American author known as the father of American literature. Well, that's that's what some you know non-real estate made billionaires think about about uh, real estate. But let's uh, let's see. We've been able to collect some you know some tidbits that have come from billionaires that um, have have been really. Good and true advice, I think. These are nine practical tips for real estate investors from billionaires. Some of them are investors, some are not. Now, should I say, maybe they they probably all invest in real estate in one place or another. It may not be their primary source of wealth, but they definitely are real estate guys and gals. Number one, don't use your own money. This might seem absurd, but most billionaires get there by risking other people's money. The key to staying rich is to use as little of your own money as possible. Despite being atrociously wealthy, billionaires don't often use their own money freely. They would much prefer an alliance or an investor to share the risk. As an individual investor, you might not be able to grab the attention of investors quickly. So the next best thing is to get family and friends involved to help share the burden and pay them back with dividends after you've made a sizable profit. Securing a bank loan is also a viable option if you have an excellent financial record. Number two, try to look for off-market deals. Now, there's no point in paying a broker if you do the research yourself. So if you can find off-market deals, you can save yourself some money. Off-market deals are often available for a steal price because it gets corrected once the listing goes to the open market. Wholesale real estate marketing deals are also an interesting way to make money as they are relatively cheaper than when you flip them individually. So usually wholesalers sell to flippers. Number three, use the compound effect. It is often said that the first million is difficult, but the second million is inevitable. The compound effect hits with residential real estate as they generate profit year-round. The income from residential properties can be used to buy more residential properties, and these properties will generate more revenue, and on and on and on. That's the great thing about real estate is there's multiple ways that you make money. It's not just in the in the cash flow that you're getting from rents. You're, it's going up in equity. You have uh, you have savings from tax deductions. You have um, just a lot of a lot of other areas to generate income from. So um, use that compound effect and use it to grow your portfolio. Number four, diversify. Billionaires never stick with the same strategy and continuously diversify to minimize risk. Suppose you've made good returns from residential properties. In that case, it's always a good idea to consider a different asset class, such as industrial real estate, as the returns are higher, especially right now uh, during these inflationary times, and they appreciate higher value compared to residential properties. Now, industrial real estate, such as warehouses, are trending right now, 
very heavily and appreciating because of how our supply chains are restructuring post-pandemic. And warehouses are in big demand. So that, that's one area of industrial real estate that you might take a look at. But the key here is diversify. Number five, knowledge is power. Billionaire investor Mark Cuban calls it the knowledge advantage. He believes that the more knowledge you have about your investments, the better your returns. Try to learn about what you're buying into and having more knowledge against the competition. That can go a long way. In the market crash of 2008, the people who bought credit default swaps betting against the real estate market had more profound knowledge than the surface level information that was peddled to the public. Keep that in mind. Number six, know the options real estate offers. Real estate offers options such as upscaling a property, renting it, short-term leasing it, leveraging it, and more. Real estate can be renovated, leased, rented, or flipped for a profit. And I can add things like wholesaled and even just uh, leveraged in terms of, uh, you know, dividing it up and, and splitting it into different types of properties, multi-use. I mean, it can go on and on. There are a lot of contingencies, no matter which way the market goes. There's always a way to ensure that your property does not depreciate. And I remember, you know, during the COVID thing going on, you know, first we got hit real hard in our Airbnbs. Number seven, don't forget People will always need a place to live. Robert Martinez, founder and CEO of Rockstar Capital and a former guest on the Old Dogs REI Network podcast, said that people will always need a place to live. And that's, and he's right, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of a big duh moment there, but it's true. As long as there are people on the earth and they continue to grow in population, the demand for real estate will continue to increase. The world's population has rarely ever decreased, and the real estate market is a testament to the fact that there is a lot of unfilled demand in this sector, especially what we're facing right now in in the United States, where there is this huge demand and not being met by the amount of uh, residential housing that's being created. Number eight, it's safe. Real estate is a safe investment to park your capital. It's always better to have your funds in real estate than to let it sit in a bank and depreciate over time, especially in these recessive times. If an investor is in it for the long haul, then historically, real estate has consistently appreciated in value. Number nine, our final here, it's a real asset. And unlike the stock market and even governmental bonds, real estate is a tangible asset. It can be touched. You can, you can walk over and you can sit down in it. You can walk into it. You can touch the building or if it's just land, you can touch the ground. Real estate is real and a stable wealth creating and multiplying investment. So, you know, during these inflationary times and these recessionary times, especially, there are few investments out there that have the value or longevity that real estate does. I know friends in crypto right now that are just, uh, just uh, 
waiting, waiting, waiting for things to change. Um, I know people that are in all different types of stocks and annuities, and I've, I've friends, you know, their whole retirement nest egg has gone down 40% as a result of what's going on in the stock market right now. And in real estate, you know, I, I mean, we're, we're actually doing really, really well right now. In fact, I'm retiring. I mean, I'm, 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 you know, I'm moving to, to Tennessee and um, I'm going to be lightening up, moving to a more passive real estate investing. I'll still be an investor, but uh, I don't have to be the landlord anymore because I made the right decisions and, and grew my portfolio and was able to meet meet the timeline that that was established and i think that what's important is that you know even if you are you know in, the, in one of those situations where your portfolio is down and you've lost 40 percent there uh the, the positive thing is is in this i remember you know when we were in haiti you know during 2007 2008 and i wasn't investing i just had a an ira and my ira crashed it went down i wasn't following it or monitoring it even because i was too busy working with the street kids out there and and wasn't really you know looking at real estate at that time and sure enough everything came back you know i i, I mean in fact i you know it came back better and bigger than it was when i before i went to haiti so you know again you know we can sit things out and markets have cycles and and things can come back but but you know for the short term and and that's what i've been working in for the last 6 years 7 years here as i've had this this goal in mind uh, and during that time period i have been able to see real estate not only perform well but outperform what i expected I think, you know, that just even though today it was a little bit light here in terms of what these are probably things that are obvious to you, but they're things to hold on to and and to look at when you're weighing out, hey, what am I going to do with my money? Am I going to let just sit in the bank? Um, I, you know, I know there's some plenty of investors out there waiting for the market to come down even further so that they can buy some bargains and, and that's understandable. Um, but there's, you know, short-term things that you might be able to do in the interim uh, where you can still get a good return. And uh, maybe we'll address that in, in uh, some of our upcoming Fun Fact Fridays. Well, that's it for today. I uh, th- hope you guys could uh, understand me with my scratchy voice here. Um, uh, as always, it's just great being here and hopefully offering you some something of value that you can take with you. Everything presented here uh, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And you're going to look for the episode entitled Nine Real Estate Investing Tips from Billionaires. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.